Hey Newcom, this is Brooke. We hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving and we're so glad to have you with us this morning on this first Sunday of Advent. We will begin our Sunday gathering this morning with our first Advent reading led by the Jackson family. You are welcome to join us in lighting a candle at home, the first candle of Advent, as we gather to invite the hope that Christ brings and acknowledge the presence of the Holy Spirit with us this morning as we worship. If you'd like to grab a candle, please pause now as we'll begin. As we light this candle, we long for Christ's coming. Our God, let there be hope. May the God of hope bring hope to this family. May the Son of hope bring hope to this community. May the Spirit of hope bring hope to this church, today and forever. Everlasting God, soon incoming King, the changing seasons testify to your creation. Red, yellow, orange, and the vibrant hues of fall remind us that you are always at work in us and among us. As the beauty of fall fades, grow our hope anew in the promise of your, your redemptive pattern of life giving way to death, giving way to resurrection. Awaken us to the beauty of your kingdom and draw us closer to you now that we may find hope in you. And so, on this first Sunday of Advent, we light the candle of hope as we gather and pray in the name of our soon-and-coming King, Jesus Christ, our hope, and the Holy Spirit, our breath. Amen. Of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Hi, Newcom, it's Julie here with a couple announcements. As you know, we have entered into Advent season, which we are very excited about. And we have created an Advent calendar for each household and we've created kits for kids who are toddler, pre-K, or K-aged. Um, and we have distributed these all to your small group leaders. So reach out to your small group leaders if they haven't given it to you yet. Uh, connect with them and they will give you your Advent calendars. If you're not in a small group, feel free to come by the church building this either today, Sunday from 9 to 12, or tomorrow, Monday from 9 to 12. Um, and somebody will be here to hand you an Advent calendar. A uh, second announcement also to do with Advent. As you know, in the past, uh, usually during Advent season, we oftentimes partner with local organizations to help those in our city in need. Um, and as some of you know, I've mentioned it before, I have recently become involved with a local high school called Lumen High School, and it is a high school for parenting and pregnant students. It is an incredibly beautiful place. Uh, these students are tenacious. They are amazing. They're working hard. They are finishing their high school degrees. Um, the school has childcare and parenting classes and wraparound services. It, the mission of the school is incredible. Uh, the students are unbelievable and the, the staff is wonderful. So 
All this said, the executive director reached out to New Community and reached out to our staff and asked if we would be willing to partner with them for a gift drive for the students and the students' kids. And really the gift is for the kid um, of the student and what it is is a pair of pajamas and a book for each kid uh, with a note, a handwritten note inside of it from each of us. And so our staff discussed this and we got really excited about this. So we have an opportunity as a community to do this. All you've got to do if you're interested is head to the email that Brooke sent um, that you found this podcast on. There is a button that you could click on and all you got to do is give me your name, email address, or just fill out that form um, and I will reach out to you. And all you will need to do is purchase a pair of pajamas and a book and then I will come by and pick it up from you. You don't have to wrap it. You don't have to do any of that. We will take care of all of that stuff. Um, but it's just a really great opportunity and we are excited about it. So if you are interested, go fill this out, go fill out that form and I will reach out to you with the age and size of the child you will be buying pajamas and a book for. And without further ado, for our third announcement, here is the one and only Sarah Pell. Hey Newcom, Sarah Pell here. Here at Newcom, we're always looking for ways to get involved and engage our city. During the pandemic, I personally have really struggled to figure out what this might look like and how to be the hands and feet of God to those in need outside of my family. I wanted to share with you an exciting opportunity we have as a community to get involved even during the pandemic. Safe Families is a local organization that provides support to parents in need that might otherwise have to turn to foster care or less safe means to take care of their children while they're in short-term crisis. While most of us at Newcom have a large network of support we can turn to when life gets difficult, there are many in our community that have no one to lean on. Safe Families partners with local agencies and churches to connect parents in need with host families that can take children in temporarily while their parent is finding housing, receiving medical care, or taking care of a wide variety of problems that they're faced with. As the church, we have the opportunity to reflect God's love to others by caring for these children. You might be thinking, yes, I can do this, tell me more. Or you might be thinking, this sounds great, but hosting kids at this time is not doable for me or my family. Either way, if this ministry sounds like something you would like to get involved in, there's a role for you. We need host families, but we also need support by volunteering your time to bring diapers, meals, formula to those in our community who decide to host kids. If this is something that intrigues you and you'd like to know more, we're going to have an informational meeting via Zoom coming up on Sunday, December 6th from 1 to 2 p.m. We will have a representative from Safe Families that will be on the call to answer all of our questions. If you'd like to get an invite sent to you, please email Britt at new-community.com and she'll get you on the list. I hope to see a lot of you there as we walk forward in this ministry. Thanks a lot. New community. Well, guys, we made it. It is the first Sunday of Advent. We have officially made it into the Advent season. I was just talking to somebody in our community this week who was sharing that things have been a bit difficult for her lately, and she's found herself craving the season of Advent. 
And this statement made perfect sense to me because Advent is not simply a time of waiting, but waiting with expectancy. It's a time filled with an expectancy of peace and joy and love and hope. And today we get to kick off our season of Advent with hope. And I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna start off right from the start being real honest, which is why I love New Community because we get to be real and honest here. Um, I am excited to bring a message of hope right now because I think hope is an incredibly important topic to talk about. Um, I think there are a lot of people lacking hope right now and I think hope is deeply needed. And at the same time, bringing a message of hope today feels weighty. And this is because I've had a lot of conversations over the last six months with people who are really struggling. Uh, we have people at all different places in our community. We have people in our community, both our church community or friends and family that extend beyond it, who are deeply struggling, whether it be in their health, their faith, their finances, their marriage, their anxiety, depression, Many people have dealt with a loss of life and loss of ones that they love. Uh, there's many people with unfulfilled deep desires in their life. People dealing with chronic pain, closed businesses, positive COVID tests, people separated from community. The list goes on. Everyone is at such different places and each person's struggle is real and valid and oftentimes in the struggle, it is hard to find the hope and to see the hope. And I just want to add that I don't think people, I mean, people are not in pain simply because of 2020. Yes, hear me clearly. 2020 has been the cause of deep pain and struggle for some. And then while for others, their struggles began long before 2020. I hear a lot of people saying that I can't wait for 2021 as if January 1st, a light switch will flip and everything is better. And I bring this up because we do this all the time. We find ourselves simply placing our hope in the idea that if our situation could be fixed or get better or change, if we could make more money or be healed or have relief now, if, if that could just change, then that's when I'll have hope. That's what I'm hoping for. Things will be better then. And hear me, all of these things are great things, and by no means am I minimizing anyone's, anyone's situation. But I truly do believe that if we find ourselves placing our hope in anything besides Christ, we will be disappointed. The only true hope can be found in Christ and Christ alone. Now, you may be saying, cool, Julie, that is great. I believe it, I agree with you, but how do I get the hope? Where do we find this hope you speak of? How does this play out? And what is hope even? Eugene Peterson says this about hope. He says, hoping does not mean doing nothing. It is the opposite of desperate and panicky manipulations, of scurrying and worrying. And hoping is not dreaming. It is not spinning an illusion or fantasy to protect us from our boredom or our pain. It means a confident, alert expectation that God will do what he said he will do. 
It is imagination put in the harness of faith. It is a willingness to let God do it His way and in His time. I love that line. An alert expectation that God will do what He said He will do. As I was preparing this, I found myself, this is gonna be surprising if you know me, super surprising. I found myself wanting to speak one message of hope that would meet everyone right where they're at, um, that would bring healing and hope, and that I could somehow find the one thing that would bring hope to everyone. And I found myself asking, how do I do that? What do I say to our community when everyone is in such vastly different spots. And as I sat with this for a while, I started thinking about people I'm close to and what would be helpful to hear based on what is going on in their lives right now. What would bring them back to a hope in Christ and Christ alone? And it was all so different for each person, which reminded me of how beautiful and personalized God's love is for each of us. Hear that again, God's love is so specific to each of us. It is incredibly personalized. And only God can bring this hope to us because only God knows us and knows the depth of us. So I decided to do something different today. Today's message is less of a talk and more of an activity. Now hear me out. Some of you will love this and some are ready to turn off the podcast immediately. But I want to challenge you before you press stop, enter into this, whether you like this sort of thing or not. It's not going to be long. It's not going to be hard, but it's going to require you to engage. So if you need to pause and come back to this, totally fine. All you need is your Bible, something to write with and something to write on. So take a second go get it. I'll wait. Press pause. Okay, good. You got it. Um, here is the deal. I fully believe that scripture is living and breathing and active. I believe that scripture is one of the ways in which God can speak to us. And I believe scripture tells us things about God, about people, and about ourselves. And I have found that the message of hope is woven throughout the entire Bible, from Genesis to Revelation. The Bible points us to Christ, and because of that, it is one huge story of hope. It's the story of people struggling and finding Christ. Uh, it's the struggle of people, people just like us. And like I said, uh, the real part of this that I kept coming back to was that I believe that scripture is living and breathing and active. And I think it meets each of us at different places at different times and in different ways. And sometimes it's great to dig deep into it, dissect it, wrestle with it. Um, and sometimes it is great to just sit with it and let it wash over you and let it speak to you. So that's what we're going to do today. Um, I asked our staff and elders what verses have brought them hope throughout the years. I didn't ask why it brought them hope or what was happening in their life at the time, what they were struggling with. I just simply asked them for some passages that they have held on to and brought and passages that have brought them hope throughout their life. 
And what was really, really beautiful was that everyone had a different verse or different passage that they have clung to over the years. Because again, God's love is so specific for each one of us. God has spoken to each of us in different ways. So here's the plan. We're gonna take a moment and sit back and listen to these verses. I want you to just uh, listen in. If If one speaks to you, stop, rewind it, and listen to it again. There's not an exact way to do this. This is all just prompts for you to engage with the scriptures. Pick one or two that really speak to you right now and then sit with it for a bit. Listen to it a few times. Look it up in your own Bible. That's why I had you grab it. Write it down. Or if you want to pick a verse or passage that has brought you hope throughout your life that isn't one of these, totally fine. Do it. Read it over and over to yourself. Sit with it. Write it down. And as you write it down and as you think about these things, start with two questions. One, what about this verse speaks to your soul when you hear it? Why? Why did you pick this verse? And two, what part of your life do you need the Lord to breathe his hope into right now? I want to encourage you to sit with these verses for however long you need. Like I said, pick one of them, pick a few of them, pick a verse that you have picked on your own, but sit with it. Reflect on it. Um, Don't let this be something that you just check off your list and move on. So take a breath and hear the word of the Lord spoken to you and over you. Romans 8:38-39 For I am convinced that neither death nor life neither angels nor demons neither the present nor the future nor any powers neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord But now thus says the Lord, He who created you, O Jacob, He who formed you, O Israel, Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name, you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned, and the flame shall not consume you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I give Egypt as your ransom, Cush and Seba in exchange for you, because you are precious in my eyes and honored and I love you. I give men in return for you, peoples in exchange for your life. Fear not, for I am with you. I will bring your offspring from the east, and from the west I will gather you. I will say to the north, give up, and to the south, do not withhold. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the end of the earth. 
everyone who is called by my name, whom I created for my glory, whom I formed and made. Isaiah 43, 1-7 Psalm 146. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, my soul. I will praise the Lord all my life. I will sing praise to my God as long as I live. Do not put your trust in princes and human beings who cannot save. When their spirit departs, they return to the ground. On that very day, their plans come to nothing. Blessed are those whose help is in the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord their God. He is the maker of heaven and earth, the sea and everything in them. He remains faithful forever. He upholds the causes of the oppressed and gives food to the hungry. The Lord sets prisoners free. The Lord gives sight to the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord watches over the foreigner and sustains the fatherless and the widow, but he frustrates the ways of the wicked. The Lord reigns forever, your God, O Zion, for all generations. Praise the Lord. So God created mankind in his own image, in his likeness. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Genesis 1, 27. So this would be my verse. It's from Daniel chapter 12, 13. But as for you, go on your way until the end. You will rest and will arise to your inheritance at the end of the days. Psalm 73 Yet I am always with you. You hold me by my right hand. You guide me with your counsel, and afterward you will take me into glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? And earth has nothing I desire besides you. My heart and my flesh may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever.
Deuteronomy 30, 19 through 20. I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that I have set before you life and death, blessing and curse. Therefore, choose life that you and your offspring may live, loving the Lord your God, obeying his voice and holding fast to him. For he is your life and length of days that you may dwell in the land that the Lord swore to your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob to give them. Choose life. First Corinthians 9, 24-27 Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one receives the prize? So run that you may obtain it. Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we an imperishable. So I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air, but I discipline my body and keep it under control, lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. First Samuel twelve twenty four. But be sure to fear the Lord and serve him faithfully with all your heart, for consider what great things he has done for you. As you continue to sit with whichever passage spoke hope into your life, my prayer for you is that you will experience Christ in this time and that you will experience hope and that you will uh, start to understand that God's love for you is so personal to you and to who you are. Um, And really that our true hope is found in Christ and Christ alone. So if you engaged in this time, that is great. I would encourage you to keep doing it. Do this throughout the week. Spend five minutes on this verse. Let this be a part of your daily life and just really uh, let these words soak into you over the next week. Um, If you were not in a place where you fully engaged in this, I would encourage you and challenge you to do it, to take some time later uh, and really do it, to sit with these verses and to sit with some scripture and to ask the Lord to speak hope into your life. Uh, I think it's really easy to sit and listen to a podcast and check it off your list of things to do for that day without fully engaging in why you pressed play in the first place. Um, So instead of that, take some time, turn off the news or stop scrolling through the news, uh, stop scrolling through Instagram and spend some time engaging with the scriptures. Uh, let hope enter into your life. I, um, I just want to also encourage you to talk about these things with your small group or someone close to you. Maybe even explore how hope weaves itself throughout the scriptures. Ask each other which scriptures have brought each other hope over the years and why. What scriptures spoke to you today uh, and why? What is going on in your life that that spoke deeply to you? Explore the scriptures, engage with community, turn to the Lord for your source of hope. 
and enter into the season of Advent with an expectant heart. Uh, before we close, here are a few more questions to reflect on if you wanted some more questions. Again, these are all just prompts. Use as many or as few as you'd like, um, but just reflect, do it, engage. So here's a couple questions about whichever verse specifically spoke to you. What does that specific scripture say about who God is? What does the scripture tell you about yourself? Where is there misplaced hope in your life? What do you need to let go of? What is the scripture inviting you into? How can you bring hope into the life of someone else today? And what does having a spirit of hope look like for you in this Advent season? As we close, I'm just going to reread the Isaiah passage from earlier in the service. Isaiah 9, 2, 6 through 7. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness, on them has light shone. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called a wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace there will be no end on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Amen. New community, we love you. Go in peace and engage into this Advent season. Let us pray. Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, your eternal word took on flesh and walked among us. We desire for you to come again. Increase our longing for Christ our Savior. Give us strength to grow in love and direct our searching towards the light of the word. Let us not give in to the lure of greed which moves our hearts away from seeking you. Forgive any darkness that makes us blind to the vision of wisdom for those who find you. Prepare our minds and remove anything that would impede us from experiencing the joy and hope that your presence affords. Lift our hearts to watch with hopeful anticipation of the day that draws near when the glory of the Lord will be revealed to the waiting world. On the dawn of your coming, would you find us rejoicing, welcoming, and longing for the return of the Lord who is forever and ever. We ask this in the name of Jesus the Lord and in the power of the Trinity. Amen. New calm. May God give us the strength to live in hope, the wherewithal to say no to chaos and materialism, and the grace to prepare ourselves to slow down and make more room for Jesus. May we sit at the feet of our Savior, Jesus Christ, and claim the hope that remains elusive to so many, making it our own. May we sit in the tension of the season, filled with both joy and grief, order and loss, prosperity and scarcity. And may the Holy Spirit guide us into a renewed hope. Go now from this place and walk in the blessing 
of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.